Hello, Laika. Thank you for joining me for this interview. Uh, uh, today is August 18th of 2020, and this is Fernanda Espinosa interviewing uh, artists Laika Nuna Yawar for the pandemic project at the Archives of American Art, Smithsonian Institution. Uh, and yeah, welcome, uh, Laika. Can you just introduce yourself and also um, tell me how you're doing. Hi, thank you for inviting me. Uh, my name is Laikwa Nuna Yawar. I am an immigrant artist, born as Lenny Correa in Ecuador, South America. Um, I am part of a diaspora andina and I live in the US and I make murals and uh, visual art and uh, public artwork based around the idea of organizing people of color to amplify our messages on a large scale. And I am doing well. Um, I've been drinking my coffee and I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you for the invitation. Awesome. Uh, I'm also drinking my coffee since it's uh, morning um, and um, so, as you know, as, as I mentioned, uh, we'd like to know more about how artists have been experiencing all of these changes um, in these last few months. Can you just start by telling me a little bit more about your experience, uh, personal and as an artist, over these past few months? Okay. Bueno, al principio, um... I was in Ecuador. Um, I just come back from Ecuador, Estados Unidos, when the pandemic started to like really take hold of the US. So when I stopped being able to go outside and had to sort of rethink everything in life, um, it sort of made me feel super depressed and confused. He, Al mismo tiempo acá en Estados Unidos, like leadership has not been present, so it was a big mess. Um, creatively, no podía hacer nada because, like, I make art on the outside. Um, I make art based on being with people and connecting to people. And so from that point on, I could not longer do that, and I cannot see a future for me doing anything like that. Entonces estaba bien loco, like I don't know what was going to happen to my practice um, or like I was very insecure in like the future. But as I went through that grief, y todo pasó, like I started to understand more of the causes of the pandemic, like what comes after myself, um, started to like listen to myself. And again, I found la respuesta in like actually making art. Um, because that's how I survive. Um, and it's what's helped me like just live through migration and through, um, you know, my own complexes and like my own fears. Um, so making artwork is what helped me get through it. Um, and then slowly I started making more artwork and like finding new ways of thinking about what it means to be an artist. Um, in un tiempo de pandemia, um, I started sort of slowing down myself. Y estoy trabajando con 
like a new speed. Um, I no longer, I want to get rid of like this pressure of capitalism or like the idea of producing. And I've been trying to do that for a long time, but ahora es como más fácil because I think a lot making art and like having any sort of interaction right now is more meaningful or more focused. Porque like it takes a lot even to go out. Um, you know, we no longer can go and watch a movie because you could get sick. So what does it mean for me to actually go out and make a project and make a mural? And who am I going to interact with? And how important is that? So it's just like brought in another level of sort of importance to making our work. Um, mismo tiempo, estoy like in the middle of figuring out what that looks like. Uh, it's been a few months and I feel like we're just at the beginning of this curve. Um, I see this going on for like the foreseeable future, like at least three years or something like that. No sé. Uh, but it's been, it's been like, yeah, kind of like a curve. And I think we're just like about to see the ramifications of it. So it's been that. Um, when you started uh, making art again after um, feeling, um, or what you described, feeling low for some time, um, what kind of things were that you start working on? So, at principio, I was like not really sure how to frame my artwork because I was not able to interact with people, but that was just the internal to like immediate response because I still could connect to people through, you know, what we're doing right now, which is Zoom or like talking on the phone or just being part of a community. And I think what was great about that is that for, by me reaching out to community, I was also able to be healed by community. So I started working with different organizations and just offer them art for what they needed. Um, so I started working for an organization in Newark called the Armbound Community Corporation and they needed some posters. And I reached out to like make the road New York and New Jersey and I would be working on different projects. And so that like allowed me to kind of create again. Um, um, and before like the sort of larger scale murals and all the time that it took for me to create like educational projects and do the teaching and do the painting, all of that was out of the way. So I could sort of rethink that approach um, through like the internet or on paper. And so that helped me out. At the same time, I started doing como un proyecto que estoy haciendo ahora that's like based on my own family's immigrant narrative from Ecuador to Estados Unidos. Um, and I'm doing that in a um, virtual reality space. So I'm working with 3D graphics and I took this time to sort of like teach myself a lot of new programs and also started playing with um, clay and just found different ways of challenging myself. Um, and that helped me out a lot. Porque al mismo tiempo es kind of like mi terapia to like make things and create art. 
Um, and then I started growing plants a lot more because <laughs> I think it reminded me of like doing that with my mom when I was a kid. Oh, and mismo tiempo, I feel like I am center and more calm when I'm close to the earth and to mountains. And I just really enjoy putting plants on the ground and making them grow and like taking care of them. Um, I think that was also like just me taking care of myself through that. Um, and I don't see like a, I don't like to separate the art from my life because I did that for a long time. So I just see all of this as like the creative process. And another thing that I did was sort of figure out how to be on the outside more. So I bought a bicycle and I go out more and like try to be careful because I think what we're lacking right now in this social distancing times is the idea of community or interacting with people. Um, como like, Pero tu familia o amistades, it just becomes something that we have to try even more. So yeah, that's about that. Um, so Idea mentioned this before, but you are in your studio in uh, New York. Uh, mm -hmm. And I know you've been uh, based in, in New York for some time. Can you talk a little bit more about how uh, your community, uh, whoever you call your community, and you have um, have met these new times, um, both the pandemic, uh, but also all the changes and the consequences um, of what's been happening. Yeah, I think we're just the beginning of the changes or Again, like that curve of change. Um, I found it super interesting that, you know, we were all isolated for months. And then the first time I was able to see the, com the newer community was when we went all out to protest George Floyd's death murder. Um, and it was a beautiful, interesting um, environment of community you know, being policed at the same time and having like drones like fly around and like, you know, standing up against oppression and doing so with your friends and your community and people you haven't physically seen for so long. That was a wonderful moment. Um, and I think Newark's continue to rise up to the moment and react in like a very progressive way. Um, for example, one night um, I was invited to witness the removal of the Christopher Columbus statue um, in the city, um, which was an act from City Hall. And there were community members there and they were burning Palo Santo. <laughs> and it was like a beautiful like drum circle and people came out at the middle of the night. And so that was like a moment of community that was being like pushed by uh, governance right so there's like this interesting in between right now and i feel very lucky to be in a city where i can work with my friends and community members with the things i believe in um and also do that as an artist because i was also able to help um along with like 150 other artists and organizers to do um a ground mural that said um 
abolish white supremacy um, and all Black Lives Matter. Again, like a wonderful action of community and now I'm working on different murals that we're developing. So that's been super healing. And, and I think we only see a few examples of that in the US, um, I feel pretty blessed about it. So I'm trying to, again, to sort of be aware of that and also think about como cual es el futuro de esto and how can we keep growing um, and how can we push that curve upward and continue. Um, so yeah, I think we're just at the beginning of that. Um, and with, yeah, it feels like out of all the anxiety and you know the super horrible place that we're in that chaos moment can also allow us to have some hope and to push for what we believe in so yeah i'm kind of hopeful about it um with uh the people that you've been uh going out and um, for the protest and that you've been working with and just at large your community, what kind of conversations um, have you been having in these times? Mm. Um, there's been a lot of conversations of what to do next. Um, I've had conversations about you know, actions that are not sanctioned <laughs> uh, about immediate protest, about long-term change, about just like private change. Um, I've had conversations about how to support each other through business and money. I've had conversations about how to support ourselves as artists. Um, We've had conversations about how to creatively answer the moment, um, work with collaborators on kind of reframing how to interact and do this, like um, become this like Zoom sort of cultural hive and. Um, Within all of those conversations, I think I'm super blessed that it's all been about looking forward. Um, and my immediate community is super aware of what the problems are, because I believe that Newark being a black city and a brown city, it knows that part of the most powerful part of change is to envision a future as opposed to to like stay in the moment of pain um, which is something that the artists here and I do with my art myself which is not for example like show oppression but show what could come after oppression um, and I feel like that's the vibe and the idea that you, I get from talking to people in Newark and I feel super super again, hopeful and happy that that's where I'm at and what we're doing. Yeah. 
And these are very interesting questions. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, uh, enjoying um, our conversation. And it also makes me think about um, the things we imagine in the future. Um, in that context, what do you, what do, where do you see your work going um, in the future? Or what role do you think it will play? So that's interesting because um, so a lot of what I was doing before was um, working with institutions like universities or schools. Pero todo eso está como like up in the air right now, right? Like um, the whole model is changing. Schools or some other are not opening, others are somehow um, so I'm still not sure how to tackle like those opportunities or like my planned projects um, as far as engaging to people I mean the easy answer is to have workshops on muralism through zoom but that's not ideal to me and also how can you produce like a physical mural if people cannot come together um, all of that right now, it's up in the air for me. So I'm trying to start to sort of envision that future and like think about different ways of doing this. Um, where, and right now, I don't have a solid answer, but I have a few ideas. Como, por ejemplo, like how does, how can we arrive at, as a group of people, how can we arrive at consensus? Um, and what does agency mean? when you're creating together uh does that mean like voting on a design does that mean giving someone agency to make those decisions does that mean picking one part of the community or one person of the community to represent the rest um it could be i might just get into a lot of trouble and people have like hurt feelings <laughs> so i don't know what that's gonna look like but so far that's where i'm at i'm trying to different um projects with different ideas and we'll see where that goes. Um, other than that, um, I think I, from a personal career or like survival as an artist, I have to also challenge myself um, and figure out different ways of, you know, one, because we're living in a capitalist country, <laughs> how to survive within that system, how to uh, understand the new system um, and how to properly sustain a practice, right? Um, and there's a lot of institutions out there right now that are trying to help artists, so I'm taking advantage of that. Um, I'm seeing myself as um, a business as well. So I'm trying to like push towards that and had to take advantage of those systems. Um, whereas before I wasn't doing that so much um, because I could survive as like one way of being an artist, but now I have to think in different ways of doing that. And then that just allows me to sort of make the art that I want to make. Um, and I think right now what I have a lot more of is time and space to sort of make art that's more private and more about myself. Um, 
because I have the sort of mental space for it. E, not that I don't enjoy making work with community, that's sort of like what feeds me, but it's also allowing me to do both. Um, so I think that's what my, the trajectory of my artwork is going is like to be more sustainable, to sort of fit into the new system and also to make more space for my personal voice um, because that's just gonna help me grow as a public artist as well. Um, yeah, and I'm, it's been interesting to allow myself to do that because it feels like growing plants again. <laughs> like, you know, all of these projects and my art itself is the plant that I'm trying to grow from, you know, where we've been left. Um, yeah, so it's, it's again, very hopeful moment for me. Um, have you been doing any personal work um, to document or mark these times? Mm. Not so much to mark the times. I think they're, the work that I'm making is a result, but it's not speaking to that. Um, like I said, like having a lot of time to think about like my family and like, I've been reading about a lot about castas and I've been doing all this research, which is guided by my experience, but not because of the pandemic, not guided by the pandemic as a theme, but it's just allowing me to like research and kind of create work about the things that maybe I wouldn't have had time to do before because I got busy. Um, but not in relation to the pandemic per se. Um, yeah, but maybe, all right, so maybe the work that I'm doing con organizaciones and um, for example, the city of Newark that is related to the pandemic, uh, it's related to the moment, it's a reaction to the political realities that we live. Um, so then that side of my work is totally related, but the personal not, not so much. Thank you so much, uh, Laika. Before I end our recording, I would like to ask you if there's anything that I didn't uh, bring up that you would like to document in this interview. I think what I've, been, what I've been enjoying and seeing a lot more of is the engagement from youth and um, our current TikTok generation. Um, I am super like impressed and elated by what I'm seeing. And I think we should make space for that and celebrate it the next generation is not apathetic, that they're doing a lot. And, you know, that just fills me up. That's it. All right, thank you so much. Thank you.